and welcome to another episode of Ugly, the podcast. This one, it's not directly a special episode because I didn't even realise until literally two seconds ago that this podcast has 200,000 listeners. It's just hit two, well, 201,000 listeners overall. But I was going to make it a little special episode, but I'm already filming this one. So you know what? Next one is going to be celebrating that. But today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to be a social butterfly and how to kind of get over and help yourself with your social anxiety. Because I feel as if being a teenager, especially, you're going through a lot of things all at once until you kind of reach this state of adulthood, which I don't think adulthood is at 18, not going to lie. I was just mumbled, all of that. But you're going through a lot of things, especially facing, making new friends, moving into university, moving into new careers, college, sixth form, anything like that. So I wanted to kind of help you guys with my journey to becoming more confident, social butterfly, charismatic, anything like that that's going to help me in the future or just making friends. So I hope you enjoy and thank you so much for your support with 200,000. That's insane. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I think that confidence comes into play a lot with being a social butterfly and with your social anxiety, because I think growing into a woman or just growing through my teenage years or just like when I was younger, when you're surrounded by a lot of people, say, for example, in school, it's very hard to kind of find your voice, especially when there's a lot of like clicky friendship groups and kind of popularity standards and stuff like that. And I think that has had like a big damage on my social confidence, not until now, because I've managed to kind of like bring myself out of it recently. But it's always been kind of like a a downer whenever I've come to making new friends or finding my own voice. Because when you're surrounded by a big group of people, the worst thing, and this is one of my pet peeve, like pet hates, is when people will like talk over you or they just won't listen to you. And that can happen very easily damage your confidence and it almost made me feel like okay no one's listening so there's no point you speaking whatsoever which isn't true at all there's no point in you know lowering your voice not like literally but I mean as in like not speaking at all but it's so easy to kind of fall into that trap of being like if no one's listening then clearly I've got nothing worthy of saying you do everything you say has meaning and it's of high value it's just that maybe the people you're surrounded with just aren't your people and that's also okay Being a social butterfly is kind of being charismatic to everyone and I'm always very bubbly and very kind to people. However, even if you're a social butterfly, you might also only want like a few friends. I love having like a few close-knit friends that I'd go around with. I don't, I found through my journey of kind of social anxiety and being a social butterfly is that I don't really mix well, what's the word, mould? Melt? I don't even, mold and melt, that's a great little two-word play there. I don't really mix well in groups because I like to be listened to, I like to listen to people and I feel as if those kind of don't really work with me in a group. I don't, maybe that's my issue, maybe maybe I'm the problem, but I'm no, I'm not the problem, I'm going to be delusional and say that. But I want to kind of just talk you guys through 
how I kind of helped myself with my social anxiety, how I became more of a social butterfly because I realised in order to kind of get my dreams or be the person that I really wanted to be, I had to be charismatic, talkative, bubbly, everything like that. So let's get into it. By definition, I've actually had to look up Urban Dictionary. I'm on that thing a lot. I'm not even going to lie. By Urban Dictionary, a social butterfly is a slang term for a person who is socially dynamic, successful at networking, charismatic, and personally gregarious? Gregarious? Gregarious. I don't even know how to pronounce that word. I'm just going to leave it there and take that what you... No, take... Okay, moving on because this is going to be like a one minute segment. But social butterfly is essentially someone who is very social, successful at networking. And the reason why I kind of acknowledged the fact that I'm not a social butterfly was because after going through like sixth form and going through high school, being in big friendship groups or just going through like a rough patch with certain friendships, I almost felt as if there was no point in me even speaking because no one's going to listen and no one cares about what I'm saying and no one even acknowledges me. Say like sat in a room full of people but it feels like I'm not even there so I went into my shell and I lost kind of like all my confidence and I was like oh I hate being in big friendship groups I don't have any friends I felt really bad for myself and I was like hang on a minute you can't put yourself out there and you can't be a social butterfly with the wrong people you could be as bubbly and as chatty as you want to but if the person on the other end doesn't want to receive all of this like kind of charismatic personality they won't you know what I mean they won't see this like beautiful bubbly person and be like yeah okay I'm gonna receive all of that and I'm gonna give it back to them but also being a social butterfly doesn't mean that they have to give it back but I was essentially giving myself to people who didn't deserve it or weren't ready to receive kind of me being bubbly and having lots to talk about so I essentially put myself down I was like no don't even speak, you don't be needed, you don't be needed around here, you you aren't even needed around here. But to be a social butterfly, you can put yourself out there and everything like that. But if it's in terms of friendships, you might be just be with the wrong people. I think that you find the right friendships after trial and error. I know now kind of what I look for in a friendship or what I value in a friend. And that's being listened to or like that friend just caring about me, which might be the bare minimum, but It's just because of previous experiences, I've now learned what I really love in a friendship. And that is through me being a social butterfly, pulling myself out of there and then getting it back in. The fact that also I lost confidence meant that I was very socially anxious in making new friends. So when I left sixth form and I went to university, I was petrified. Like I was terrified. I'm fully comfortable in my own company and I'm more than happy to like, go for dinner by myself or go anywhere by myself or even go on a trip by myself I'd be perfectly fine but the fact of making new friends when I went to uni scared as hell like I also made it even worse because I was in America the first two weeks of uni so I went in late everyone had already made their friends and I was sat there like in the room early and I think I sat in my current best friend her seat at the time so she came in she was like what the hell is that girl doing there But I was terrified, but I had to put myself out there. And that's where I come on to the first thing, is to become a social butterfly and to become charismatic, you have to leave your comfort zone. And it's so scary. My comfort zone was me just being really quiet to new people. And then when I was with people I was comfortable with, I'd be really charismatic and really, really bubbly. 
but that wouldn't get me anywhere. And I realized that I kind of recognize, say, my dreams, for example, I want to be a full-time like social media influencer or at the time obviously I really wanted to be a podcaster or go into being a presenter but I couldn't do that if I wasn't putting myself out there if I wasn't being charismatic or bubbly even to new friends so in order to kind of become my dream self who was this very bubbly person I had to practice who I wanted to be and to do that I had to put myself out there on the lowest level put myself out there to meet new people at university or at school or even like on nights out just like making conversation 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 I don't even know was I Scottish then making conversation with new people you know getting their Instagram getting their number going out for coffee with them just making new friends because there's no harm in that I've made a really lovely friend at university and we don't speak a lot but like every few weeks we'll meet up for coffee or we'll meet up and we'll go pottery painting and that's a great friendship because you don't have to keep kind of rekindling that but I got that friendship through putting myself out of my comfort zone and being like you know what yes I will go out for a drink with you an addition to the comfort zone is also to stop saying no so when I would be in my little comfort zone and I'd organize plans with people or people would ask me if I wanted to go out whether it would be going for a drink or going out getting a coffee going and shopping that's a coffee is a drink but anyway I would always say no, or I would always cancel on them. Not because I didn't like them or I didn't want to see them. It's because I was so deep in my comfort zone that I was like, oh, actually, mm, I don't really want to leave. I can't be bothered. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to do the safe option and I'm not going to leave the house. And that was me being in my comfort zone and not putting myself out there. Now I did that for months and I'm not even hating on myself. I'm not even going to like shit on myself and beat myself up because I was in my comfort zone because I was socially anxious I couldn't deal with it at that point and that's okay if you have social anxiety or if you suffer with kind of getting anxious whenever you go into social situations at the moment don't hate on yourself just acknowledge just be like okay it's fine but we're gonna try because you never regret trying anything you may as well you may as well put yourself out there So after those period of months where I would constantly say no and constantly be cancelling, I kind of looked at my situation and I was like, oh my God, I feel so alone. I feel so lonely because I truly convinced myself that I was like, oh, I don't need anyone. I don't need to go out anywhere. I've got myself. And the only people that were on my phone were my mum and dad, which, yeah, brilliant, love my mum and dad. But I was also like, hang on a minute, I'm a university student and I'm not going anywhere with anyone. Like, what is going on? So my big tip to you is to stop saying no and just put yourself out your comfort zone because you could meet your best friend, you could meet the love of your life just by going on that coffee date or just by going on that night out with a new group of friends. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I think that also when I started becoming a social butterfly, and honestly, it hasn't been happening for very long, because say, for example, in high school, I was really, not really quiet because I was really loud with my friends, but when I was like 
dancing or when I was in competitive sport, I was really quiet. And then lockdown happened, became a social butterfly. And I want to talk about one of my best friends, Alana. And she, and I'm going to message her after this and I'll be like, Alana, I mentioned you. Um, but I made friends with her by agreeing to go out for a day trip with my then friend. And she was like, okay, I'm going to bring along my friend Alana. I hope that's okay. And I was like, yeah, okay. My friend cancelled. And then I messaged Alana and I was like, do you still want to go out? Like, may as well. And she was like, okay. We ended up becoming best friends, like twin flames, if you believe in that. We went to France like a month later after meeting each other. We're still friends now. And that was all because I was a social butterfly. And I was like, you know what? Let me put myself out there. What's the worst going to happen? You know, we're all going to die someday. You're never going to be 80 years old and think, oh, I really regret actually going out for that coffee when I was 18 years old. You're essentially not in your prime because I don't want to say that. I don't want to think that I'm in my prime now and I'm just going to go downhill. But you want to use these teenage years as, and like especially university and school, as your excuse to be out there and be charismatic and be extremely bubbly. Just had a voice break. But that is just my example. Whenever I go back into my comfort zone, I think of the beautiful friendship that I formed with my friend Alana. And that was formed on the basis of like on a whim or like, me being like, you know what, who cares? What's the worst going to happen? I'll go out and I'll meet this girl. Like, then we became best friends. So whenever you do put yourself out of your comfort zone, something beautiful most likely happens. So there's nothing wrong with being socially anxious. But in order to kind of get yourself out of that mental state, you have to put yourself out of your comfort zone and find a new comfort zone. Whenever I do start to feel socially anxious or whenever I want to cancel something or whenever I don't want to be around a group of people, the main reason is because I'm scared of being judged. And I don't usually feel that because I will go out with the craziest, weirdest outfit to someone on and not care if they give me a death stare. So I always got confused when I'd like go to uni and I'd wouldn't want to be out in like big groups because and then I think like I'd be like why why do I feel so socially anxious like what the hell I'm not usually like this and I think it's because I don't want to embarrass myself I don't want to be humiliated I don't want to be judged by these people and to think about that now I'm like why do you care it all comes back to this mentality where like you have to think do I really care about these people's opinions do they, if you get embarrassed, say, if you were talking about your dream, whenever, well, I don't really talk about my dream to a lot of people, but if I were to, and those people were judging me, I think, okay, it's not your dream. So why do you care so much? It's my dream. So I don't really care if you don't like it, because I'm going to go out there and get it anyway. That should be your mentality as well. When you're going out in these social situations, you should think, I don't care if you don't like me. I want to go out and I want to have fun in my teenage years. I want to spend time with my friends. And if there's someone there that makes me uncomfortable, I'll detach from them and I'll go away in my own little group. That's totally fine. But don't let social anxiety beat you from having fun. It's almost, I always think of it as this little like demon. Sometimes it's like your protector and it's kind of like in disguise being like, no, no, don't go out. Like don't meet your friends because you can have so much more fun staying in. Sometimes you have to say to it like, no, I am going to go out and I'm going to have fun. And always, as I always repeat on this podcast, any negative situation that happens to me is just a lesson. So if you do go against that social anxiety saying you shouldn't go out and you do go out, you don't have fun, don't beat yourself up. Just be like, okay, 
I didn't listen to myself today, but that's fine. I've learned that I don't enjoy this specific situation. So next time it happens, I'll listen to my social anxiety and I won't go. However, I'm going to repeat going out of my comfort zone and trying new things. You'll never know who you really are as a person if you never put yourself out there or if you never go out your comfort zone. You'll never know your favourite foods if you don't try something different. You'll never know your favourite hairstyle or the best way that you look if you don't have a few bad haircuts or a few bad makeovers you know you'll never know your favorite style if you don't put yourself out your comfort zone and figure out you love neon orange cowboy boots everything about social anxiety and becoming a social butterfly is stepping out of that little haven that you've built for yourself and almost tearing it down and if you have to build a new one build it again but make it a little bit smaller so you're slowly bringing yourself out of this comfort zone i will say this once and i will say this again charismatic people are more successful. If it's in particular any job that you go into, even if it's like you want to work at McDonald's or if you want to become, you know, the biggest attorney in the world, you have to be charismatic in order to make connections and meet new people to get ahead in life. You have to be charismatic, which I completely disregarded when I went into my comfort zone. I was like, okay, I'm going to go into my comfort zone now. I'm not going to make any new friends. I'm not going to put myself out there on TikTok or Instagram. I'm not going to try my hardest at what I love because I don't want to be judged. So let me go into my safe haven. I made no progress. I went backwards, but also I'm still not hating on myself because everything happens for a reason. You know, I wasn't in a good mental state, but charismatic people put themselves forward to everyone they meet. Charismatic people almost put forward to everyone they meet that can give them connections their value they almost uh what's the word they profess to them their value and their power and what they can bring to the table so whenever I get like an email from I don't know Spotify saying about an event I would go to that event and as much as I might feel socially anxious and I might be really nervous to be alone in this big world going to Spotify I'm also going to be very charismatic, even if it's fake, because I know that if I'm charismatic and I speak to everyone and I get a few connections, I get a few people's numbers, that could take me to places that could be out of this world for me. So it's almost fake it until you make it is how I've truly come to even being on this podcast. When I first started my podcast, I never did it earlier because I was so scared of people talking about me at school. But who cares? I always think of like, I would never be where I am now if I never stepped out my comfort zone. I would never be where I am now if I didn't carry on listening to my social anxiety. So it is fake it until you make it because, for example, I went to, where did I go? I went to the, I got invited to the monkey event in Carnaby Street in London. I went with my mum I was super nervous and I felt like I knew nothing because I'd never done it before. But I went there, I met all the people that worked there and they were like, yeah, go ahead. They fully put their confidence in me to do this job. So I was like, hang on a minute, if if some random strangers have confidence in me, why am I listening to my anxiety saying I'm not good enough when I have put myself in this situation? Every door that is open for you is open for a reason and it's open for you so you go in. Your social anxiety is telling you, oh no, don't go to that party, don't go to that, which kind of can be different because I'm I'm quite anxious at parties. If your anxiety is saying to you like, oh no, don't go to that job interview, don't go to that event, don't meet this person, 
it's telling you for a reason, but also you know when your life should change when you start to feel uncomfortable or comfortable. When I started to feel comfortable in the fact that like my TikTok was succeeding or the podcast was succeeding, I had this urge to kind of sit back and relax and take time off. But when I came back, it was so hard to get back into because that opportunity was shown to me while my podcast was growing for me to carry on, but I never did. So this is why I'm like continuously going for opportunities now because before when I wasn't a social butterfly, I didn't reach for those opportunities, but now I have to. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to be a social butterfly in terms of solely social situations where your anxiety is really getting to you, for example, parties or making new friends or anything like that, my main tip is to start off by being confident in yourself. I was, when I was most socially anxious was when I was absolutely not confident in myself whatsoever. So when I left to go to parties, I would really hate on myself and I'd be like, oh my God, everyone's going to judge you. Like, you don't look very good, whatever. And I'd go and I'd be really quiet and I'd be like, oh, I don't really want to be here. And I'd leave within five minutes. My mum would be five minutes down the road and this girl would get a phone call from me crying in the the toilet saying, please pick me up. Because I wasn't confident in myself in the first place. However, parties that I went to when I was at sixth form or like with my school friends I would go and beforehand I would be confident in my outfit my makeup my hair the way I was feeling what I'd eaten that day what I'd done that day and I was fully comfortable in myself therefore I went to that party with like a positive attitude and I was almost like you know what I feel good about myself so I'm gonna have a good time I'm gonna socialize with all my friends I'm gonna go around speak to people and if there's people there that I don't want to speak to I won't speak to them It all starts with confidence in yourself. So whether your social anxiety is to do with friends, it's almost, you have to kind of acknowledge, am I socially anxious around these friends because they're not good for me? Are they not the right people for me? And then you kind of have to recognise whether it's worth cutting people off or starting to distance yourself. Or does your social anxiety come down to confidence within yourself? I want to leave you on the note that if you want to be a social butterfly, just go out, be charismatic. If you meet people, be friends with them, be friendly. If they want to be your friend back, they'll be your friend back. Don't be disheartened if you don't make loads of friendships being a social butterfly. Because being a social butterfly, it's not always about being friends with people. It's almost making connections or just being kind of empathetic and kind to the rest of the world and almost karma comes back and it's kind to you also. But if your social anxiety is bad at the moment or if you're struggling with it, take it slow. You don't have to rush. It's all part of a journey. And the reason why you have a journey is that when you get to the end result, it almost makes it seem a lot more successful and a lot more of a bigger journey. But if your social anxiety is bad at the moment, take it slow, take your time. There's no rush just heal yourself slowly and just be kind to everyone and even if your social anxiety journey starts with you 
making a conversation with your coffee barista or making a conversation with the person you sit next to in class. It's a start and I'm very proud of you and I hope that everything gets better. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any requests, let me know on my Instagram at Wills. Or even, I think you can leave responses on here. I think you can. Yeah, you can. You can leave responses on here if you have any requests. But I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope it helped you in some way. And thank you so much for 200,000 listeners. You've literally changed my life and all for the better. I love you with all my heart. Bye. Mwah.